There are three dimensions in the Minecraft universe. The overworld, the nether, and the end. We know what they are and how to get to them. Yet, we have to wonder if there are other worlds, other dimensions out there that we have yet to discover. Let's find out in today's episode of the Ender Library Podcast. Hello everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode on the Ender Library Podcast, with me, Shadow, as your host once again. So, I have a couple little things to touch on before we get on with the episode. First of all, I would like to say that I'm going to be changing my upload schedule just a little bit. So, of course, this podcast is mainly a hobby for myself, and I have plenty of things that go on in my normal life daily. And also, getting the research done for each episode does take a decent amount of time out of my weeks, so therefore I'll be changing my upload schedule to every other Thursday. So I'll upload an episode this Thursday, and then the next episode will come out in about two weeks. As always, if you have any questions or theories you want me to address, any any contradictions to my theories, or you have your own theories that you'd like me to discuss, just send them to my gmail at enderlibraryhost at gmail.com, which will also be in in the show's notes. Also, as we all know, the Minecraft Live will be going out live on October 16th. And as we know, there are three new mobs in there. The Alley, the Glare, and the Copper Golem. And these are three new interesting mobs, and one of them will be coming into Minecraft after this mob vote with the next update. And I'm pretty sure that almost all Minecraft podcasts out there will be covering this at one point or another, just before the live and just after it. So I'm going to hold off my thoughts on those mobs and reserve them for a later episode where I might discuss what lore lies behind them. And of course, for that, I'll also leave links down below to the videos or the articles that talk about these new mobs in the mob votes. But anyways, without further ado, let us move on to today's story segment. Kirithel walked towards the pedestal that stood at the far end of the giant hall. As he got closer to it, he saw some strange flickering lights and lines and shapes floating above this pedestal. It was about three blocks by three blocks wide, and three blocks long, and one block high. Finally, he stood before it and looked up. He noticed some strange shapes floating around that he had never seen before in the world. He saw a green orb floating around. All of a sudden, a strange purple line flashed in between it, and it led to another orb, a red orb that was somehow just rolling underneath it, close to the top of the pedestal. Then, he looked back to the green orb and saw a green line suddenly take a just pulse out of it and go to a black orb. Now he was truly interested in this. Suddenly he heard something. Just the faintest of tinkles. A little sound. The sound, though, was almost, almost identical to the same sounds that he would hear when he activated the nether portal and the end portal. So he figured it out. It must have been a universe map. And he decided to look again. There it was. That green orb right there must have been the overworld. Then, right there, the red orb drifting below must have been the nether. 
He looked over there, the blackboard. It must have been the end. That's where he was. Wait a second. He noticed that there were more orbs. The overworld orb, in fact, had a gray bottom to it and a blue top. So in a way, it was more three colors. Circling high above the green orb was a strange bluish white orb and this one was just jumping around everywhere just above it. Then, there was a strange gray and pink orb that was just circling and orbiting the entire thing. And then, he noticed one more thing. The entire setup, if you could call it that, was encased in a giant orb. And inside this orb was maybe a liquid, maybe a mass. It was strange, it was black, but then also had blue and green streaks, gray spots, just strange. Then he looked closer and he saw more colored lines just dashing through. These must have been the pathways that he must have taken or the portals. Then he noticed the final thing. The green orb in the center was slightly bigger than the others. And not only that, the colored paths that were going out of the green orb, the overworld, sometimes would make the green or the overworld orb glitch. It would shift for a second, it would freeze, it would change colors. It was off with it. It was almost like a living thing. It was strange. So, Kirithal decided to ignore that for now. He decided to forget about that for now. He was here and he wanted to explore the rest of the library. He looked around and saw that there were multiple different rows of shelves going. There were about 10 or so on one side, and 10 or so on the other side. And there behind the pedestal were even more. He looked up towards the dome and saw that there was another level, a different color this time, about a greenish, greenish pulsating one that looked living this time. And so, Girithel took one last look at the pedestal with a strange world's map, with a strange world map on it, turned around and jogged off towards the first shelf, ready to read something new. As you probably heard in the story section, of course, Kirithil had discovered a world map on the pedestal in the library. That is precisely what today's episode is going to be about. Worlds and dimensions in Minecraft. As I said in the intro, there are three dimensions in Minecraft. The overworld, the nether, and the end. However, I have a theory, or more of a suspicion in a way, that there are more than just those dimensions. And I'm going to talk about them in this episode. However, before we get into all of that, let's talk about the existing worlds as they are. So we have the overworld, the nether, and the end. And each one of those dimensions is made up of three layers. Here's what I think the layers are. First, in the overworld, and for the purpose of this video, instead of calling it the overworld in a way, I'm, I'm going to call it more like the center world or the hub because from the overworld is how you get to other dimensions. So in the center world, we have the surface. This incorpor incorporates all the surface, the mountains, the plains, all the biomes, as well as all the small caves near the, near the top. Then we have 
the cave systems layer. This is where all the big caves are from the 1.17 update. Then we have the sky layer and the cloud layer. So this is above most of the mountains and most of your problem, most of your builds. This is up near the top of the build limit where the clouds are and above the clouds. This is where you might be flying your elytra on long trips and maybe building your most extreme sky bases. So that's for the center world. In the nether, we have the main nether terrain. This is where you're going to find almost everything, and this is where you're going to do most of your traveling. That's the first part. The bottom layer is the lava lake, or the lava floor. And that, of course, is just mainly just the entire floor of lava. That's where you might find the striders, and that's where you most likely will die. And finally, the, what separates the nether terrain from the nether roof is a layer of bedrock. And if you can glitch through there, you'll become on the nether roof, which does not have a limit, and is just an expanse of nothing. Now, finally, the end. We don't talk about the end usually because there aren't really layers to it as most people think. However, I do think that there are also three layers for this one. There is the main island layer. This is where you find all of your end islands and cities and ships and the main end island where you spawn in. Then. It is sandwiched between the upper void and the lower void. The upper void is where you might fly up and do whatever you want up there, and the lower void is where you usually fall out of the world. Or more like, as I said in the previous episode, is where you die from poison. And that's with that. Now, what I'm going to have you picture, since this is, of course, a podcast and I can't show you any visuals, I want you to picture a subway map or maybe like a train station map if you don't know what that looks like it basically i haven't seen one for a couple of years either but it'll show a station and show little squiggles or little quote-unquote roads connecting different stations that's what i think exactly this is combining a subway station map and the actual concept of subway stations in real life so you you have the center station here. Let's take this. We have the center station. This is the overworld or the center world. This is where you can get to all your other different stations. So, you take the purple train. You get on the purple train, you go for a little bit, and you end up at the nether station. That's what you will get there. Get on the green train, and you'll get down to the end station. If you take the escalators to go down another level, you'll get to the caves. So that's how I think it works. Now, quick step away from that, and let's take a look at a this, let's say, the average or the stereotypical fantasy world map. You have the main world where your a fantasy story might be set in. Then you have an underworld, you have a heaven. Or yeah. It's an underworld and a heaven. That's what you'll have. Sometimes you might have a spirit world or a world in between worlds. And then you also have like a world of nothing or a world that just simply doesn't exist. Or maybe something just exists just outside everything else, like the space around us and the galaxy. That's what I think. The other three worlds that I think exist are a heaven, 
a spirit world, and an in-between world. Now, and there isn't, uh, well, and I'm also going to touch up on one other topic later in the episode, which is the mixing of worlds or world rifts. But we'll talk about that just a little bit later. Now, in reality, there isn't much evidence in Minecraft that other dimensions exist. However, there are a couple that I think make sense to me. First of all, we as players have the ability to create portals. We can create another portal. And with end portals, they're already created for us, but we do still have to fill them in. So whether it's us as players or the ancient builders, we know how to make portals. We just need to figure out how to make them. That's the first part. Second of all, there are certain mobs in the Minecraft world that we're not quite so sure of where they came from. So, a couple that I'm going to talk about. First of all, the first of all, let's talk about the Evoker. The Evoker can summon Joss on the ground. However, I'm going to just toss it out the window because that is most likely similar to a spell where they come off the ground. I'm talking about the Vex. And you might say, no, he's a summon that they create a Vex from souls. And yes, I did propose that theory with totems, of course. I created it with a creating a totem episode. You can check that out later. And also, it's been it's a theory out there on YouTube and with other podcasts that vexes can, are summoned by the evokers and they're created by them. However, think about this: a theory out there is that vexes are a collection of souls. So I would think that an evoker is summoning the souls from the world from the soul world or the spirit world or maybe from the nether from the soul sand. So they're summoning them from another place. They have to. That's what I think brings them there. That's the first piece of evidence. And the second piece of evidence, at least in my opinion, comes from, of course, the book, The Mob Beastie, the Minecraft Mob Beastie, which is written from a perspective of a player or, a re- or more like a researcher in this world. And they're writing about all these different mobs. And the one quote that I'm going to be focused on specifically is from the Endermite page. And it says right here, the quote is this, One might assume that Endermites live in the end, given their name, but they have not been found there, except as a consequence of Enderpearl jumps. This leads many researchers to believe that they live in a place between dimensions. And that is, I think, probably... Well, that's the first part that shows that there is an in-between. The second one is, whenever you go through portals. Of course, in my, of course, you can always reference it to the game switching between one completely different setup to another. But think about it, though. When you go through another portal, you enter this layer of purple energy or mist, and it swirls around, and your vision goes dark for a second, and suddenly you're in a new world. But most importantly, when you activate an end portal, when you look down into this 3x3 square, you see a strange mix of colors against a black background. You might say, shut up, that's the void. It's not the void. It just simply can't. Because those colors do not exist in the void anywhere in below the bedrock floor in the center world or the overworld or anywhere in the upper and lower voids of the end. So it has to be in different dimension, the in-between dimension. 
Now, what I think the in-between dimension is, here's what I theorized. The in-between dimension is what connects us from one world to another. If we go back to my subway reference, it is the tunnels that we go through on the train or on the subway. And if the train stopped and we got out, we will be in a tunnel. We would know really where to go. That's exactly what I think the in-between dimension is. It is a tunnel that allows us to travel through. And we travel through it at such quick speeds, it's impossible for us to stop. But if we somehow were able to stop, we would enter a gravity-defying or a world where the gravity doesn't really exist. It's a strange place as a hub where we can go from one world to another. If we can enter the in-between dimension or the in-between world, we can have full access to all other dimensions. That's the first one. The second one that I mentioned is the heaven. Now think about it. If you think about it logically in the classic sandwich world layer, you have the bottom underworld, you have a middle world, and then you have a heaven. That's usually how it works. And that's what I think is exactly is happening here. The underworld, we already have the nether. It's almost exactly like an underworld. It's fiery, it's hot, it's almost like sulfurious. Almost all the mobs in there want to kill you in one way or another. So it makes sense for it to be the underworld. Then we have the overworld or the center world, where everything is like life is meant to be. Some good, some bad. Basically, we can survive there. And then there has to be a heaven. We can't really access it at this point in time, of course, because Minecraft has not released any updates talking about this. But it exists higher above the clouds. That's where it exists. I cannot say how we can get there. However, knowing the way that we can already build portals as it is in Minecraft already, I would probably suppose that it includes a, the portal that we have to use to access it must have some type of block that a block with energy inside of it that has it. If you remember when I talked about in my Ender Dragon episode before this, Obsidian, I, I hypothesized, hypothesized, that's mouthful, that Obsidian has a purple energy inside of it, and that is what activates the Nether portal. When looking at the End portal, the End portal frames have a strange green block inside of them that does not really match any block, the, any block or item that exists in Minecraft. You might say that it looks like an ender pearl, but ender pearls are much smaller than that, and I doubt that they could be hammered into such a shape, since they almost often break when we use them. So I think that there is this strange green block holds some type of energy that can activate us, activate it to make us go to this in-between world. And same thing with the heaven world. Either we can go to it through the means of a portal, or we have to go through a certain biome and go high up into the air. That's another one. The third one, of course, is the spirit world. This one is the trickiest one to do. However, it is also sometimes known as the fey world in other places. And with the fey world, I cannot really hypothesize how we can get to it as well. However, we know that the vex comes from there, and it might be where souls do go. And also, how 
we as players, if we die, we respawn back either at the world spawn or in our beds. Somehow, our souls are what's left of us after we are killed by, say, a creeper explosion or something like that. We suddenly go from the place where we died, we suddenly come back to where we set our spawn point, say, in our beds, for example. Like it was maybe just a dream. Or maybe we just give another chance at life. That's what I think happened. We might have traveled through the in-between world, or we might have traveled through the spirit world and come back. Why was I saying soul world the entire time? Spirit world. But yeah. With the in-between world, like I said, I think it's a just an open space with no gravity that allows us to just travel through it and it, it, allows, it acts like a hub for us to go through it and get to other worlds. The heaven, I think, is a pure world where no danger exists. Because in each of the worlds so far, overworld has danger in it. Nether definitely has danger in it. And end has some environmental danger in it. So the heaven might be a safe space that we cannot fully exist in since we are living. However, it does exist up there. We just have to figure out how to get to it. The spirit world is a place that we can enter and we can't we can't enter and we can't really leave. If it's a I don't know how, how did I come up with this? Dear gods. But yeah, it's a place that we can enter, but we can never enter fully. That's what I was trying to say. And that's another world that exists out there. We don't know what exists in there, and that's another thing. Now, another alternative that I have heard about is there might be a moon. Now, the moon, of course, is a possibility. I think since we can see it up in the sky, it, it could be possible for us to get to it. However, I, don't, I do not think that Minecraft will probably create this. We know that there are tons of mods out there that allow you to get to the moon through the use of rocket ships, and I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with mods, so if you know what that mod is, just send me a little message through my Gmail, and thank you for, and I'll thank you for that one. But it's a possibility. Ah, now I remembered. Of course, I'm not doing this off script. I only have a couple notes on my computer that tell me how to outline the episode. I remember another mob that we don't know where it goes. The phantoms. The phantoms and the vexes is what I had the problem with. We know the phantoms attack you, I believe, on every third on the third night that you have not slept. And we know that, right? They exist throughout the night and burn in the day. Tricky part to tricky part to consider though is where are the phantoms during the day? They clearly are undead since they burn up in the sunlight. But whenever we go out exploring for our days on end, we never find a single phantom just sleeping in the trees like bats. So maybe they go through another world, or maybe they have ability to transcend through worlds. Now that's with all of the dimensions that I think are out there. However, there is one other thing that, that Minecraft has made that gives us not two or three other worlds or dimensions, but in a way, it gives us infinite dimensions. Now you probably figured out what I talked about if you have heard of this. I'm talking about the update Java Edition 20W14 Infinite, or also known as the Ultimate Content Update. Now, I'm going to be reading out here from the Minecraft Wiki. 20W14 Infinite is an April Fool's Joke snapshot, supposedly the first and only snapshot 
for the Ultimate Content Update, released on April 1st, 2020, which adds new procedurally generated dimensions that randomize existing elements of the game and several ways to access them. 20W14Inimate is a fork of 20W13B, which was the most recent snapshot at that time. Now, you can go check it out if you play Minecraft, but to summarize this update, basically, this update creates an infinite amount of worlds and custom dimensions where it takes random elements from the overworld and the nether and the end and mushes them to together to create a new dimension. And the way you can access it, I believe, is you create a nether portal frame out of obsidian and you light it. And then you write something in a book and then you toss it in. And that changes the color of the portal and creates a random new world. That's what I think what it creates. And I don't really have an explanation for this. However, I do think, or the only theory that I could possibly have, is that there is some type of transfer, I guess, some type of teleportation or some type of magical interdimensional energy that is in the overworld that allows us to travel to the in-between and so forth into the further dimensions. Now this interdimensional energy can mix together, since of course it is interdimensional, it can mix in with each other and take random elements and create its own little pockets, little pocket realities. And that's what I think it is. Now, if we think about this, it's strange. However, it's my own explanation for this. And also reading out from the dimension from the Minecraft wiki on the dimensions part of this update, it says this. There are 2,147,483,645 new dimensions, which means 2,147,483,648 possible dimensions per world seed, giving 2 to the 95th power dimension combinations in total, roughly 40 octillion. Now, which shows that it's not an infinite amount of worlds. However, it comes pretty close. But that is my fear. That is my quote-unquote theory, more like an assumption about what worlds or dimensions exist out there. Now, I know that this episode hasn't really been a clear one since this topic is just so strange and can't really make any full theories on it. So I guess it's more like my own assumption of what could be out there. Like, yeah, an assumption of what is out there. So you can do with that what you will. Send your own theories about it to my Gmail, which is in the show notes below. And that is what you have it for this theory. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As you can probably tell, we have come to the end. Now, thank you so much for listening so far. And if you're still listening, again, thank you so much. If you have any theories that you want me to discuss, any contradictions to my own theories or assumptions, or your own theories that you'd like me to discuss, just send them to my Gmail at endolibrarihost at gmail.com. The next episode should come out in approximately, I would say, two weeks on the next Thursday. So, as soon and 
Ah, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, I'll have a new theory or a new concept for you guys on that day, on that upload. So, keep thinking about new things, keep theorizing, and I will see you then.